Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in the building, rocking and rolling for another episode. And we're going to get into this conversation about trying to find peace in your pain when they can no longer explain. What does that mean? I didn't intend to rhyme, but it felt funny and good, so I just rolled with it. But in all seriousness, I've recently saw a couple of different situations, and they they vary in commonality. But one of them is just basically when you lose someone and that person died with answers to things that would that could, let me not say would, that could maybe set you free or bring you different levels of peace. So being able to go forward and not have clarity and answers to things that you probably will never get the answer to. Is it possible to find peace in those circumstances? I'm not sure to answer, but I do know that when some of the people that I've lost in my life were alive, I don't think I had certain questions until they died. So it wasn't really based on conflict or anything along those lines but certain scenarios come up information becomes more present and then you're like man were they thinking this did they think that how did they feel about x y and z so that's a little bit lighter but there are certain situations where there is conflict and there there are real issues that people had with someone and then now that they're gone now that they're deceased you won't be able to find those answers one could think well Why didn't you try to seek those answers or get that information when they were alive? Well, we've talked about this before, and it's always important to highlight grieving the living is a real thing. So there are some people who have relationships, excuse me, who do not have relationships with people that are alive in their lives. And so you're not able to be in that communication where you would have felt comfortable to ask certain questions and then have those answers. So if you're able to find peace, I brought this conversation up before to my my therapist and what we were talking about. And that part of it was thinking that if you know the person that you would be able to think, I guess, what they would have said. That's more of asking a question. But when there's turmoil, I don't know. I don't know if you just always have to continue through life with this unsettling feeling. Or do you say what would those answers really change? And that was kind of like putting it back in my lap. So it's like having these answers, what would it really change in your life? And I guess I would have to say perhaps maybe not much because then sometimes what's done is done and you just might want to hear it from somebody or you might want to have the opportunity. But there's also maybe some people in that person's life that might potentially have the answers to the questions that you wanted to know. Maybe they just disclose that information to somebody because sometimes well most times if you think about it for yourself there's generally at least one other person that knows your deepest darkest secret or not maybe deepest darkest but knows something about you that not everybody else knows or how you might have felt sometimes people have so much shame in their behaviors 
and how that may have affected someone that they won't bring it up or may not have talked about it. So let's just say if you lost a parent and the intricacies of your relationship were very complicated, very, very much so a webbed weave. What? I don't know why I just said that wrong. But anyway, basically, very much so intertwined in that regard. And so maybe they had a best friend or one of your aunts or your uncles that they may have told this to. So go into your aunt or uncle and say, hey, you know, what did what do you think, dad? Or did dad ever talk to you about this? Did mom ever talk to you about this? Like sometimes we may not get that directly from the horse's mouth or from that person, but maybe the answer that someone else might have could give you a little bit more peace, could help you in some situations. I think that also goes in tandem when it comes to being able to find forgiveness extended or, or receive it from someone who has passed away or you can no longer communicate with. And I don't even actually want to just say passed away because it can also be a thing where a person just can't speak right now or can't communicate. There were moments before my grandmother and my father both passed away that they were alive still, but they were unable to communicate due to one being intubated. My grandmother was actually in this like machine for her lungs. So we we couldn't talk to her at all. And, and just that that feeling of powerlessness and not being able to communicate was really hard. So you, so you could have someone that's in a vegetative state or someone that's in a position where they can't speak anymore. So I guess I say all of this to say, what do we do with that? I think it goes back to controlling the controllables. And obviously we can't bring people back in order to have these conversations. So maybe we can look at it and say, okay, if this was the answer, then this is how I would feel. If this was the answer, this is how I would feel. And then maybe work through both of those emotions. I'm just thinking of, of ways and things that we can think about here and offer to ourselves when it comes to finding that peace because it's such a it's such a gut-wrenching like stomach turny feeling to feel like man like I really need to know this or I really want to know this and now I won't actually know this there is there is something for me that I had to make a decision I had to make a decision when one of my loved ones was dying was the end of their life and I made a decision not to have a conversation a very specific conversation and that was that was a conscious choice and also a choice that was also emotionally driven based on where I was emotionally at that time where I'm at now though I still feel like I would would go with that decision but there was certainly a conversation with my dad that I would have, that I could have had, but I chose not to. And on most days, it gives me peace knowing that our last conversations, our last days, our last experiences were how they've always been. Their relationship has always been versus just opening up a can of worms, opening up a real serious situation right at the end I don't think that would have been fair to anyone anybody involved including myself and especially including my dad to have had to part ways in such a weird situation so sometimes we're also faced with those decisions where I kind of made the choice to not have certain information because this is the thing now now that I know whatever that is what do I do with it? I won't have this person here to continue to work through it, to continue to to feel 
our way through it to find certain resolution to, to understand his feelings him understand mine to to move through like it would have just been like okay now what so it's like when you think about those moments where somebody's on their deathbed and you're like i just want to say all these things and i just want to do this it's like well i don't want to cause problems right now i just want to be able to find whatever peace we can and for me i was fortunately fortunately i was able to have some some conversation with my grandmother not not at all really because i was in such a state of denial and maybe you can relate to that too where the opportunities may have presented themselves to not just necessarily ask questions but to have dialogue around very important topics with someone that was dying but i wouldn't accept at that time that she was actually dying so because of that reason it wasn't there wasn't this I guess, sense of urgency, any extra energy that I had um, emotionally, mentally, physically was just put to prayer and being hopeful that things things will turn around, that my grandmother will be back home and life will kind of go back to how it was. So nothing was telling me that this hospital stay will be it for her. So maybe you were there. And I think in that situation, I have to just say, hey, what was our relationship like? I pray that she knew and knows how much I loved her, how much, how grateful I was for her, how appreciative I was. But I didn't really, I didn't really get to say all those things because again, the denial had my heart and I just couldn't accept it. So there aren't too many burning things that I would have really wanted to ask, but I do feel like we could kind of rob ourselves to an extent, but Hey, at the, our minds are going to protect our hearts. We're going to protect ourselves. I think I was reading about just the power of our brain and the elasticity of them and how our brains are able to rebuild and just get themselves back to a certain state. And I think naturally just overall our bodies have such a ability to rebuild, to restore that that's kind of where I've been with these losses and anything that I felt was left unsaid or unfinished is just to think back to what we did have and focus more so on that. Like we had great relationships. We got along. We had good times and not think about things that weren't weren't said because this is the thing. If the person wasn't facing the end of their life, would I have even been thinking about or considering those conversations anyway? That's something to kind of ask yourself. It's like, well, is this only becoming a burning desire because now I, I can't get the answer? And so I feel like it's unfair. Was I trying to get these answers and I just never got them? I know that there's there's someone in my life that I know that definitely. So this is the thing. A person was a person thought that they were maybe at the end of their life. They're still here and alive today. Praise God for that. But years prior, there was someone trying to get certain answers from them and couldn't get them. But when potentially faced with the end of life, those answers were given. Now, they're, the, the things are able to progress in a proper way, but had that fear of running out of time not have been presented, I don't know that the conversation would have actually really been had again and that those answers would have been given. So it's interesting how we are led by fear in certain ways. And so now I'm thinking to someone who has been 
whose heart has been burdened by the lack of information, by not being able to have certain dialogue and conversations and feel like they can't become free or move forward in their life because there's so much left unsaid and so much lack of clarity. This is the thing. I'm just really going to challenge you with this. And, and, and I hope that it really helps. But even if the person was still alive and they never were faced with any situation that would have caused their life to end as early as it did, you might still have never gotten those answers. I could have just said that sentence and ended the episode, but I, I really feel like I hope you understand what I mean is that we could beat ourselves up with all of the if and ands and feel like we have this extra pressure and we're, we're robbing ourselves of certain levels of peace because of the lack of information that we actually have pertaining to certain situations and relationships and, and the what ifs and could be's, but because the person is dead now, but if they were alive, you still could have quite possibly went the whole entire rest of your life without getting those answers. And I think you would have still continued on. You would have still had to do certain levels of healing, certain levels of therapy, certain levels of prayer to maneuver with that unresolved feeling with the questions that you have within yourself. Or maybe they wouldn't even have come up to the surface if the person didn't pass away. But at the same time, you don't know that you would have got those answers. And I think that's such so powerful to think like things aren't definitive. Like just because time ran out doesn't mean that if time never ran out, that those things would have been communicated, that those answers would have been given, that those moments would have even presented themselves to have certain conversations. Because this is the thing. One thing I've seen a lot of people do is when someone passes away, you might paint them in a like I don't know if it's like our brains do this or if it's just like the polite thing to do but when someone passes away those circumstances paint a different picture of the person so maybe someone passed away and they really weren't that great of a person just again no shade or anything like that but when you lost them you started to feel all these different feelings and emotions towards them that when they were alive that wasn't how it was I don't know what that comes from I'm not a therapist I'm not sure but I have seen that happen and I think that that also makes those situations too where it's like man we you know we never got a chance to have this conversation or I never got that answer or I don't know and I'm not taking away from you I get it to have that desire to have clarity in certain areas but it still lends to the fact that you didn't have it you guys didn't have that when the person was alive why ask yourself that was it because it wasn't of a concern to you wasn't a priority maybe it was the fear maybe it was the person maybe it was just resistance whatever it was just because they passed away it doesn't change those situation so let yourself be free knowing that you may still have never gotten the answer so if you had to continue your life with them alive, not knowing how would that look for you? What would that be like for you? And hopefully that can help you have better light and clarity on that circumstance. I think it's super important for us to do that. One of the other things I just kind of wanted to get into is that sometimes we have to, and this was, this was, this was a very disheartening and, and I definitely want to say a serious trigger warning on this, but I read something from a follower on Facebook, someone that I follow on Facebook, excuse me, and, and I was in a mastermind group with before. And she was saying that she was pregnant and she also was diagnosed, di diagnosed bipolar disorder, like in a, in a really serious way, medicated. 
And it came to the decision of having to make the choice to terminate your pregnancy because she had to go off of her medication. So going off of the medication put her life as far as potential suicide as a potential the postpartum doing something harmful to the child just like so many different things that she was expressing ultimately they made the decision to terminate the pregnancy because she didn't think that mentally emotionally or physically that the body in the state that her her she's in would have been able to carry the child full term without being on medication and then the medication causing the harm to the child and I said to myself wow that is such a heartbreaking situation. That is just really, really, really tough to hear that someone was faced with those circumstances. And I wanted to just say that I shared that story because this is someone who smiles, who you just wouldn't know. So we really have to be super mindful of what people are going through. And we cannot feel that someone has a scarlet letter on their face that says, hey, just so you know, I'm going through hell right now. You don't know that. So lead with kindness. I never miss an opportunity to share that, to say, hey, we have to lead with kindness. You don't know what someone is really going through because I can only imagine what kind of position that she was in and, and her partner were in. I believe it's her boyfriend to be in. To have to make that kind of decision as a parent it, it is really, really something that I, yeah, my brain won't allow me to really process that. But I just want to just sit with people in their pain and understand that this thing that we call life is quite the journey that every day is different. And I'll end the episode this way. Let's be really, really grateful for the stormless days. I was reading an Instagram post, shout out to David Shan, Sleep is for Suckers, and he talked about how, you know, more money, more this, more that doesn't take away or eliminate problems. It just changes the problems. And so there's just going to be a storm, another storm. And so when you have stormless days, when things are okay, lean into them, ride them, squeeze them, get the absolute most that you can out of them because something is going to come around the corner. And you just don't know what corner somebody is on and what storm is on top of their head right now. So let's just keep loving on each other, keep supporting each other on this journey, showing up for each other. I super appreciate this community. We've been going for a really long time and we're really creeping up on 200 episodes. And I cannot thank you enough for continuing to support us through that. Listen, if you're watching the video, drop us a comment. Let us know. Have you been in any of these situations? I'm super curious to hear about it. And if you feel more comfortable in a more private setting, you can definitely feel free to DM me. But you can't do that if you're not following me over on Instagram at I underscore AM underscore Jane Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace. <music>